the college football experience, Southern Miss Golden Eagles 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. So just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Southern Miss Golden Eagles 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm a big Southern Miss guy. All right. I, 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 new addition to the Sun Belt has me super excited. Great uh, addition. Yes. Great addition. Right on brand. I am joined by my co host, the Sun Belt Fun Belt God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? The Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles are flying high. Um, so last year's they've, little- they've been they've been flying low lately, but uh they're looking at changing that potentially this year. What do you think? I mean, I like the Will Hall hiring. I know last year he had to get creative. I think there was like a game where Frank Gore Jr. was playing quarterback. I feel like um, uh, more than one. Yeah, <laughs> several. A lot several of fun the there. Um, but this is this is. Uh, I mean, I, let me just plug in this. Let me just. Uh, where's my Dundee music? Where the hell is my? This is the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. As my Southern Miss fans, uh, my friends that are Southern Miss fans, they say we are the original Boise State. If you go back to the days of Jeff Bauer, you go back to the 80s when they had uh, Brett Favre and Michael Hehe Jackson. Shout out to Chris Berman. Look, I mean, this is a really rich program. Uh, They have had, they made what? I think. 16 winning seasons in 17 years. At one point they had wins at Alabama. They had wins at Nebraska. I mean, in their heyday, I'm talking about not, not just uh, Hey, Oh, they, they won uh, when, when they were down. No, I'm talking about go back and, and do your history folks on, on Southern miss football. 
this program was beating a lot of power five teams and saying, fuck you to them. Uh, and they hit some, some, uh, some, uh, a rough patch, I would say, but I do think the conference USA hurt their identity. Yeah. I think the Sun Belt helps their identity. And sure. and I like the Will Hall. I, I know three and nine you see, but look at look at what he did at West Georgia. Look what he did at West Alabama. Now I know those are D two, but I think the guy can coach, and he is a, a Willie Fritz guy. You know I'm a Willie Fritz guy, so I'm optimistic. You? Yeah, I think so. And let's go back a second and talk about uh, some of the history of. Southern Miss, because you mentioned Jeff Bauer. He was the head coach there for 18 years. His last 14 seasons there were all winning seasons, 14 in a row. Yeah. And it's funny because there's been 14 seasons since he has departed. He technically resigned, but it sounded like it wasn't uh, entirely voluntary. Uh, I think he was kind of forced out by the AD at the time. So since then, since you know, there's been 14 seasons since, and there's been five head coaches mm, in mm. those 14 years. And look, I mean, Larry Fedora did a pretty nice job there. He was there four years, all four winning seasons, capped off by a 12 and two record, which kind of propelled him to that UNC gig. But you know, sometimes when you hire, you know, the the hot shot new coach, he may use that job as a stepping stone, like Fedora did. And then uh, Ellis Johnson, just there one year, went 0 and 12 mm, in 2012. Mm, <laughs> mm. Our guy, Todd Munkin, he was there for three seasons, only one winning season in those three. Um, and then it jumped over to Jay Hobson, who was there for five seasons and was solid. I mean, all four of his first seasons that were winning seasons, barely seven and six, six and five records. And then he was let go after just one game in 2020. So I get, I say all that because Jeff Bauer was a great coach and he should never been shown the door, but uh, here we, I do think will Hull is a good hire. I think he has the program. They were very unlucky last season, dude, 10 different guys got snaps at quarterback last year. (laughs) That's wild. 10 different guys. That's insane. They had walk-ons, they had running backs, receivers, they were using anybody they could. So a lot of bad luck last year, a lot of guys returning this year, all signs are pointing towards winning more than just three games last year. When you look back, man, I'm looking at a schedule from 1991. I think it is. They beat number 13, Alabama 27, 24. They lost to Georgia 18 to 17. That first off, they would be crazy. They would play. They used to be independent. So they would play they lost at at Mississippi State 13-10. They beat Louisville. Uh they lose at Virginia Tech 20 to 16. They beat Auburn 13-12. I mean, they were fucking fearless and and if you go year by year during this stretch, I mean, they beat Auburn again the next year. Um you go they 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 have wins against Pitt. They have wins against uh Virginia Tech. Uh I mean, they they actually like were the real deal. Uh I mean, they beat Alabama twice. I mean that's wild, man. I mean you go one by LSU. Not quite the same Alabama as currently. No, but but, Saban, dude. but still very impressive. I mean they were still a really good Alabama team. Was this that was, like Gene Stallings years. Yes, yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like they were still they won the national championship the next year. Alabama did. Uh, uh, just to give you an idea, but I mean winning at LSU, winning at I mean they they were. I I see the comparison. People say we're the original Boise State. I said you know what? Yeah, you were. And hopefully we can get back there. 
Uh, and one quick other little tidbit before we jump into the specifics. Only two conferences in FBS football had an increase of attendance recently, as far as the last couple of years, the Big Ten and the Sun Belt. And with Southern Miss entering the Sun Belt, they are they already have the third highest average attendance per game. Uh App State's one. I forget who two is off the top of my head, but Southern Miss is third. So you get Hadesburg rocking. You get a good team in there, and that place is very dangerous for opposing teams. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, when I saw that they signed or they moved to the somebody, I was like, this is perfect. I, I'm an East Carolina guy. I think East Carolina needs to consider that because I think they fit the 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 blueprint. Southern Miss is kind of like East Carolina in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, and same with uh, you know I I could see Sunbelt also going for like Liberty. I think those schools all kind of have these passionate fan bases in the middle of nowhere that are awesome for the sport. They are the epitome of what we love in college football and why we love and why we prefer college football to pro. Um, but let's hop into it. Will Hall, year two. Sam Gregg's the OC. Sam Gregg's got quite the he's got some work cut out for him. All right, because. 122nd in scoring offense a season ago, 109th <laughs> in rush offense, 125th in pass offense, 127th in total offense. There was only 130 FBS teams last year, so this is the third worst offense in America. The good news is you got nine starters back on offense. All right, four or five back on the O line, led by right guard John Bolding, Frank Gore Jr. Back for a sophomore season, they also have Antavius Willis, who is a name to keep an eye on. Um, and they, they, it depends on how you look at this. They're kind of breaking in a new quarterback. I mean, there's a guy that they have like multiple guys that got starts. <laughs> so I mentioned I, ten last year, and yeah. they have at least three returning. Sounds like it might be Ty Keys. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing too. But okay, also uh, Trey Low, and then also a walk on or former walk on Jake Lange. They all got starts last year, so they have. I mean, you know, and part of that, look, there's nine games where the Golden Eagles didn't hit 20 points. So obviously, you're not going to have a very good record if you can't get above 20. You know, but a lot of that was due to the crazy amount of injuries with the quarterback position. Well, they also got one of three wideouts back, and that's Jason Brownlee. But that dude, that dude caught forty-six <laughs> balls for six hundred forty-three yards and eight touchdowns last year. With all that mess at quarterback, I want that guy can play. I want to say, I, God, I wish I had this nugget. I remember watching them last year, and there was some stat about when they dropped back, they would pass to him like twenty-seven percent of the time. <laughs> it was something unbelievable. But I mean, that guy's a stud. And they brought in the the top JUCO wide receiver in the nation, uh, Latrell Jones, and also another JUCO in Jacarius Caston. Uh, they are also breaking in a new tight end. I'm seeing it penciled in as Cole Cavello. Who knows? Camp is is here, but I mean the offense has their work cut out for them. But I think there's some talent there. Defensively, Austin Armstrong, good first year. 80th in scoring defense, 72nd in rush defense, 24th in pass defense, charting at the 42nd best defense in the nation. Implementing a brand new defense, I mean, I, I'm I'm impressed for for one year in, and they were on the field the whole game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, he's got a little bit of his work cut out for him because he's replacing the entire defensive line, but they bring back their entire linebacking core, uh, led by Hayes Maples. 
Uh, they also bring back four of five in the secondary, led by Malik Shorts. Their kicker and punter are back. Why am I optimistic on the uh, on the Golden Eagles, Etsy Nick? Well, for the, you know, nine nine returning starters on offense, seven on defense. That in, in terms of returning production, seventh most in the country, uh, and and they have a quarterback this year. Apparently, you know, hopefully, you know, they hopefully they'll stay healthy. So I think there's lots of reasons to be optimistic. Even last year, they 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 won the last two games. Even let's look at the last three games. They lost at UTSA, who was undefeated at the time by ten. Then they won at Louisiana Tech by 16 and then they beat FIU who was a dumpster fire last year by 20. So at one point they were what one and nine and they finished the year strong and they have a lot of people coming back and they hit the transfer portal hard too. wait yeah. till you get to that. Oh, I'm very excited to get to that. So it's easy to see a tide turn. All right. We're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk uh, how, how the future of Southern Miss football will look in the Sun Belt. We're going to talk about what Las Vegas expects from the golden Eagles in 2022. And then we're going to go game by game on the schedule and talk about what we project here on the college football experience. Remember folks, subscribe on YouTube. You can watch this thing or subscribe wherever you listen to podcast at. And also remember subscribe to the college basketball experience. We love some Southern Miss basketball, right? Back to the days of Clarence Weatherspoon. All right. Check us out. Uh, we talk college hoops year round over there. We talk college football year round over here and we're all together on YouTube. So subscribe to the college experience. Um, but first I got to get us paid here folks. So I want to tell you that the Southern miss golden Eagles, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling slash win bet that sports gambling slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. IP vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off. If you go to IP vanish.com slash SGP, that's IP vanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out the new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. Uh, you can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to get the best deal for yourself. The app also provides statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected day, uh, you know, projected game game day weather, essentially uh, for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. So betters can, can keep track of the records of all your games and your betting activity throughout the day. So go to oddstradercom slash blue wire. That's odds trader. The number one site for all your game day bets. All right. We are back. Talking Southern Miss Golden Eagle football and the transfer portal. This is one reason to be, I think, optimistic about the future, including this season. So, incoming, I'll start with. We're grading the transfer portal like we do with all these teams, all 131 teams that we're breaking down. We have a solo episode for each one. Like I said, subscribe to the college football experience. Look at me. I'm a used car salesman over here. Uh, incoming. Cornerback Jay Hampton from Mississippi State. Uh, that's that's a nice get, right? Uh, running back Tylen Knight from Ole Miss. Defensive lineman Jalen Williams from Arkansas. Offensive tackle Calvin McMillan from Mississippi State. Offensive lineman Bryce Ramsey from Ole Miss. 
Uh, defensive end Aaron Odom from Mississippi State. Defensive lineman Armandus Cooley from Mississippi State. Shout out to Alan Cooley. Uh, defensive lineman Quinton Bivens from Ole Miss. Safety Janari Dean from Mississippi State. <laughs> they just like raided their own schools. Uh, defensive end Jalil Clemens from Memphis. Uh, linebacker Dalen Gill from Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, they really just went for all their all their schools essentially within like Memphis is close. It's really close to Mississippi, um, and they just loaded up. Now, what they lost, I actually think they really won the portal. But let's let's get to what they lost. Um, right. Safety Nicario Harper. This was a big loss because he's good. He uh, he went to Louisville. Cornerback Kalen Leonard is in the portal. Offensive tackle Makai McLeod is in the portal. Um, the uh, kicker Tucker Barefoot. What a great name for a kicker! <laughs> Does he kick barefoot? He yeah, better. he should kick barefoot, <laughs> like Rick, like Rick Carlos back in the day, or, or Rich Carlos. I don't remember which what his name is, but uh, he's in the portal. Uh, cornerback Vincent Brown's in the portal. Wide receiver DeQuan Bailey Brown in the portal. Defensive lineman Andrew Cole in the portal. Safety Michael Plass went to Jackson State, and Deion Sanders. Uh, cornerback Frederick Smith in the portal. Cornerback Lamarck uh, Davis in the portal. Wide receiver Antoine Robinson portal. Linebacker Zach Portlock portal. Tight end uh, uh, Narcus uh, Driver to Grambling with Hugh Jack uh, Hugh Jackson. Uh, cornerback Tyler Barnes portal. Wide receiver Chris Struggs portal. I, I think they they hit a home run on the portal. Personally, you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, they lost a handful of guys, sure, uh, but the talent they brought in, SEC talent, Memphis talent. I mean, the uh, and and especially areas areas of need too, like D line, like offensive linemen, linebackers, uh, you name it. So they loaded up with in-state talent or or not too far away talent. Uh, I I really like what they did. I don't know when I mean, we've been doing all these previews. I think they're probably like a, a top 10 winningest teams of the portal this I would, year. I would agree. I would agree. I mean, they're right there. Somebody should list that. Doesn't uh 24 seven, yeah, but, that? but they don't take into account what they lost. So I think it kind uh, of jades it a little bit, but sure. um, all right. Well, look, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see that graphic behind me of five wins. Um, I got a bone to pick too. Cause I saw, you know, recently I saw that four and a half. And uh, I was surprised to see the five there when you threw that up there, but let's get into it. Yes. Uh, so I I'm seeing five currently and the over is at minus one forty. the under at plus one twenty. So they're actually leaning towards five and a half uh, that I see. Um, and actually, and when I saw it at four and a half, I mean, different, you know, the, the books might differ some. It was, it was minus one thirty on the over. So you had to, to pay some juice if you wanted to go over at four and a half. So it, it kind of makes sense. Well, I mean, basically Vegas saying they think they can get to a bowl. Um, yeah. This game is awesome. Saturday, September 3rd. I wish this was a weekday game. Liberty travels to MM Roberts Stadium in Hattiesburg. Oh, man. You got Hugh Freeze back in the state of Mississippi. You got Liberty, you know, post Malik Willis. Uh, Brewer coming into town, the old uh, Baylor quarterback. I'm not a, a huge fan of his, Charlie Brewer. Uh, dude, I think I think Southern Miss might win this at home. I do think they're a live dog. Yeah, I think this I is. A, I mean, I I think I think Liberty will be favored. I think so. Just recent success, sure. So, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. You, so that Southern Miss me? wins. There we Wanna go. Want to know, baby? Perfect. They, 
Then they head to Hard Rock Stadium to take on the Hurricane. This is a loss. Yeah. I don't think they're there yet. yet. They're not ready for that yet. (laughs) But then the Northwestern State Demons come to town to Hattiesburg. I think that's a win. Yeah, two and one. Easy. I'm very curious. So Will Hall came from Willie Fritz. Well, week four, they traveled to Yeoman Stadium in New Orleans, Louisiana. Take on Willie Fritz and Michael Pratt. I'm gonna go Tulane. I think so. It's a couple tough road games coming up here. Uh, Tulane, not a great season a year ago either, but I think especially at home and they're just further along as a program. Got to go green wave here. That's a good, that's a fun game though. They get a bye, they get a bye week and then they're at veterans Memorial stadium in Troy, Alabama, taking on the Trojans. I'm kind of high on Troy this year. I think this could be a nice rivalry. I wonder how many times they've played in the past. I'm going to look that up here, but you tell me about this game. What do you think? Well, that's actually what I kind of like is I, someone's got to win these, these Sunbelt West games. Like I consider this a 50, 50 game in a way. I mean, I guess I give a slight edge to Troy because they're home, but aside from Louisiana, I do think anyone's got a shot to make a bowl because someone has to win these games, Texas state ULM. South Alabama, Arkansas State. Who the hell can win those games? I mean, they're all. Uh, it could be Southern Miss. It could be yeah. Arkansas State. It could be Texas State. And and they don't have much of a past, uh, but they did play last year actually. And Troy won twenty-one to nine. Uh, but I think this could be a budding rivalry. It makes sense, you know, at Alabama school versus a, a Mississippi school. But uh, yeah, and it's a huge game too because I think both are trying to gain traction, trying to get back to where they used to be. Uh, I'm going to go with the home team again, though. I think I think I might be a, a hair better. So we both have them at two and three, two and three, and then they host the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Man. I think they can get that. W. I think they can get this. They can get five hundred. So three and three. Then they head to San Marcos, Texas. It's a, it's a pivotal year for Spavital at, at, at in San Marcos. But I lean Southern Miss here. But I don't know, man. These games. This is a hard team to gauge. Another you know fifty fifty game. I think. I guess Texas State's been a little bit better recently. But I don't know, man. I'm thinking. I'm kind of thinking going with a team that I think is going to have the better running attack and better defense. That would probably be Southern Miss. I'm going Southern Miss. I mean, we, we, we had them losing their first two road, get road trips. Let's have them win one four and, four three, and three, baby. Then Thursday night, the Louisiana raging Cajuns come into Hattiesburg. This game's fun upset watch. Cause Thursday night, this place will be rocking. Um, I got to take Louisiana though until yeah, look, they're not going to be Liberty and Louisiana at home. Let's have them drop this one. Uh, raging Cajuns defending Sunbelt champion. Uh, they can take care of business, but I do expect a pretty close game. So four and four, and now the Georgia State Panthers come to town Saturday, November fifth. Ah, I want to take an upset so bad, but this get this is the new Sun Belt's awesome. I cannot yeah. wait to watch all these games. Um, so I mean, the, overall they miss App, which is a good thing, but they they get. They, they they face Georgia State in the next game at Coastal, which I'd argue are the second and third best teams. Eh, Marshall might have something to say about that too. The Sunbelt East, obviously, the better of the two divisions. Or, or Louisiana. I was talking about the Sunbelt East. I was oh, talking about oh, who they oh, get, oh, who, they get who they I get cross you. cross divisionally. I got you. I got you. Uh, but I'm gonna say Georgia State wins. I am too. 
Give me, give me the Panthers to win that one. And then they go to Brooks stadium, Conway, South Carolina, the funnest team in college football, taking on big bird, Grayson McCall. Um, I'm taking coastal. I think you got to the coastal is replacing a lot too. And coastal struggled last year against real physical teams. I think Southern miss might have that physical running uh, offense. So uh, like, again, I expect a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but you got to go shot to clears. Home to South Alabama, Desmond Trotter. I think penciled in as a starting quarterback. I think South Alabama is probably going to be a little bit better this year. This is a game, and Southern Miss against South Alabama. This could be a rivalry too. Uh, yeah. I'm taking Southern Miss to win, but man, I think this is a fucking game. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't feel comfortable saying, hey, for sure, yeah, Southern Miss has got this one. I think this is going to be like 21-21 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And we well, there's so much parody in the Sunbelt West. You know, if you obviously Louisiana's on the, you know, they're on a top notch, but other than that, I mean, it is wide open and every game is going to be important because they're all pretty much fairly equal. I'm going to go Southern Miss here. So, and, and that gets to me to five. Yes. When I thought the overrunner was four and a half, I liked the over a lot more because I have them at five and six right now. With one game to go, and they head to to Malone Stadium, uh, where the mailman will deliver on Saturdays. But um, man, Monroe, Louisiana, I, ULM, Terry Bowden overachieved in year one. Now Rich Rodriguez gone at Jacksonville State, but all right, you talked me into it. Southern Miss six and six season. I'm gonna go ULM five and seven, five five and seven season, which means I'm squarely on the number. You know, so I, you got to yeah, lean think, one way. If I'm going one way, you know what? I respect the Southern Miss program. Give me the over. They're going to get it done somehow. They're going to get back to the glory days of Jeff Bauer in the 90s. Uh, and it'll start with just barely getting to a bowl this year. Yes, yes, yes. And and people coming at me saying, uh, I, I think they don't realize I do take unders. People saying I'm taking overs. <laughs> Just look in the Sun Belt. I'm on the under with Georgia Southern, the under with Georgia State, the under with Marshall. All right. I believe I took the over on, uh, well, no, I'm also on the under, and I think on Arkansas State. And I'm on the over on Southern Miss, uh, Louisiana, and App State. So there's a perfect example. Of you misjudging us here on the college football experience, but I'm on the over six and yeah. six, and I think Will Hall. What's that? Yeah, sorry, to cut you off. For me, just in some about West, I'm on the under with Troy. I'm on the under with South Alabama. The under with Arkansas State. So I think for me, it, de- it depends on the divisions or, or conference. Some conferences, uh, I'm favoring more overs. Some I'm favoring more unders. The ACC, I like a lot of unders. But um, go ahead, man. Finish yeah. it up. No, no, no. I agree. I mean, I can't wait to watch. I, I love that week one matchup. We're we're what thirty days away from that thing. I can't wait, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. I'm on the over, and I think Will Hall is the guy to bring back this program. Let's there we go. Let's do let's it. Let's go. Uh, NC Nick's on the over as well. Subscribe to the College Football Experience on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcast at. Remember, check out the College Basketball Experience as well, and also. The college baseball experience. Southern Miss picked they're they're a damn good baseball team at each and every year. So check us out. Me and Noah Beanick host the college baseball experience. I know obviously the past two champions, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It's it, maybe it's your turn next year. 
Maybe Southern, maybe Southern Miss does it next year. Let's go. Uh, also, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. They're doing NFL. They're going to do all 32 NFL teams. Solo podcast reaching every team. You're a New Orleans Saints fan. You got to get over there. You're an Atlanta Falcon fan. You got to get over there. Let you're a Tennessee Titan fan. Check it out. All right. Whoever your team is, they're covering it. Uh, also, check out uh, what MLB Gambling Podcast. Maybe you're an Atlanta Braves fan. We're in the summer. I highly recommend that podcast. If you get the, uh, if you go to the discord channel, you'll be able to sweat out all these bets. It's absolutely fantastic. You can see all the stuff we're talking about every each and every single day. It's a lot of fun. Um, so check out the SGPN discord channel. And uh, also remember folks to give us a five-star review on iTunes. If you do that, take a screenshot of your review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D or the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and show us that screenshot. And we'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. All right, folks. Uh, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give him a follow. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. All right, let's have some fun. All right, this is the college football experience, Southern Miss style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Well, I don't get <laughs> the rain, man. It's cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. <laughs>